every time I open a trade magazine or any food publication for that matter, it's about sustainable food. Sustainable food is everywhere. And you know what? It's starting to make me a little nuts. Hey, sustainable food is a great thing. I love it. But there's absolutely nothing new here, folks. I live in Iowa, where sustainable food has been a way of life for hundreds of years. Hey, it's Peter Harmon, the food guru, here with your weekly pep talk. My goal is to help restaurant owners, managers, and chefs just like you build a better restaurant and live the life of your dreams. My message is for hands-on restaurant owners, people who own their own business, people with skin in the game. I'm talking about real people who've bet everything they own on their restaurant and their career. Real people who run the risk of losing it all every day, every week, and every year. My message is for you, the independent restaurant owner who knows the value of a dollar and the feel of exhaustion after a hard day's work. My message is food guru neat with no mixers and no chasers. Today is Monday, June 26th, and this is episode number 135 of Build a Better Restaurant podcast. It's called Sustainability. Today, I want to share my thoughts on sustainability. So let's dive right in. Sustainability is a very hot topic in the world today. We hear about sustainable fish, sustainable meat, sustainable agriculture, and sustainable energy. Here's what I think, way down deep in my bones. I think that most of the people who are talking about sustainability are actually sheeple. That's right, I said sheeple. They're just following the herd. They're doing what they read in trade magazines, written by fancy people with expensive manicures. People who have never worked as a dishwasher or mopped the floor or hauled trash to the dumpster in their lives. Anyway, this sustainability agenda is being perpetuated by people who live in high-rise apartments in New York, Chicago, L.A., and Berkeley, California, and Washington, D.C. I mean, who starts this stuff anyway? You see, the media, they have a herd mentality, and they love to follow the agenda that's set down by the big media outlets. And by big media, I mean the BBC, British Broadcasting Corporation, the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and the Harvard Business Review, and ABC, CBS, and NBC. Every journalist in the world reads and listens to these publications and follow their lead. It's like religious dogma. These journalists believe if the New York Times is covering it, it must be important. And if that's the case, then I need to share it with my readers too, or viewers or listeners or whomever. Okay, here's one for you. If you send out a press release about frog legs, nobody cares. But if you send out a press release about foie gras, you'll be crucified because it's not very nice to those poor little birds. But if you send out a press release about how your restaurant is sustainable during the post-pandemic era, hey, the media is going to guzzle that up like free beer at a wedding reception. But what does sustainable even mean? Do you really know? Or is it just something you think you should do or take part in? So I looked up the word sustainable. Here's what I found. 
According to Wiktionary, sustainability is usually used in conjunction with the word resources. A resource is something that is useful to people, human beings. A sustainable resource is one that can be used over and over again and again without depleting it. Wind, water, and sun are good examples of sustainable resources. And I agree that sustainability is a good thing. So, that means a non-sustainable resource is something that will run out eventually, like fossil fuels, oil, gas, and coal. It could also be something rare, like diamonds, gold, platinum, and plutonium. Okay, so let's continue to invest in wind and water and solar resources. That's great. We need to do that. Today, there's a big push to use sustainable resources in the food and beverage world. This is where we enter the very slippery slope. Now, first, there's no hard definition of what sustainable food even is. Some say it's organically grown. Others say it's regenerative, which means the farmers re-enrich the nutrients they took from the soil, which is done by adding fertilizers and chemicals back into the soil, and mostly done by rotating crops. So, I think this is what they want us to do. I think they want us to go to the local farmer's market and buy local organic food with local organic labels on them. So that brings us to the word organic. What does organic mean? Well, here's what I found on the internets. Organic means relating to or derived from living matter or produced or involving production without the use of chemical fertilizers, pesticides, or other artificial agents. Okay? So organic means food that is grown in a natural manner without the aid of harmful pesticides being sprayed on it to kill the bugs that like to eat that particular food item. Now, I really want you to understand this. Please understand this. I am a chef. I love the idea of sustainable food, and I love the idea of organic food. I really, really do. But I think most of it is a load of bunk propagated upon the naive public by savvy marketers and top-down faithful media, all to benefit very shrewd corporations, what I call the great American food machine. See, I live in Iowa, and I know a lot of farmers, and a very smart and very wealthy, politically plugged-in farmer friend of mine says, the difference between regular produce and organic produce is the regular farmers spray their pesticides during the day for all to see, and the organic farmers spray at night so nobody can see. I'm serious. How else are you going to keep the bugs off your broccoli? Okay, so now let's zoom out for a second. Think about organic bananas. Bananas are grown in South America. And I'm sorry to break this to you, but... They have a corruption problem down there. And do you think that maybe at least some of the bananas that say they're organic might not really be organic? I mean, there's no way that I believe that all the bananas that say are they're organic really are. I mean, think about it. 
All Pablo Escobar and his cartel friends have to do is get their hands on some stickers that say their bananas are organic, right? I mean, why wouldn't they? I mean, who can prove they're not? And what are you going to do about it? Go down there and fight the cartel? Okay, let's shift gears a little bit. I believe the real thing that the sustainable people want us to do is to stop eating beef and stop eating animals. I mean, it seems to me that the entire world is against beef. Why? Because methane gas from cow farts is going to kill the planet? I mean, come on, really? I'm just not buying that one. I'm sorry, but not today. Now, I want you to pay attention to this, folks. This is a big, big thing. And you just watch. The next big thing to come down the pike is going to be legless meat. I'm serious. Have you heard this term yet? Legless meat? I mean, what is legless meat, you say? Hey, the Impossible Burger is a great example of legless meat. It has no meat or animal products in it. It was created in a laboratory, and it's made in a factory with plant-based proteins and God only knows what else. And it's produced by, you guessed it, the Great American Food Machine. The Great American Food Machine has only one agenda item at every board meeting, and that is massive profit. Hey, don't get me wrong. I love profit. But don't sell me synthetic food and tell me it's better for the planet. I'm not completely stupid, and you aren't either. But apparently, the media is. And they're all over this because their boss said it's the thing of the future. And it fits their sustainable storyline. And sustainability is in vogue, and it sells newspapers. Here's another example. Have you seen this little sign in hotels? The one that says, hey, if you're going to be staying here for more than one day, please reuse your towel because we want to do our part for the environment. Wrong. They just want to make a few more bucks and do less laundry. That's the real motivation. But you got to admire them, though. It's a great way to do less laundry, right? Maybe we should start telling our customers to start bringing their own napkins so we, too, can save the planet. I mean, the grocery stores are doing it. Bring your own grocery bags. Now hear this. Sustainability isn't something that should be imposed on me by other people. Sustainability starts each and every day in my mirror with me or in your mirror with you. If you feel strongly about any cause, I mean any cause, it's your right to take to the streets and carry a banner. I mean, go for it. But just don't force it down my throat and call me evil because I'm not out there with you. Are you familiar with the golden rule? You know, the one that says, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Well, here's one for you. It's called the silver rule. I stole it from Nassim Taleb. The silver rule says, don't do unto others what you don't want them to do unto you. And another way to say that is, you don't tell me what to do, and I won't tell you what to do. Or, you do your thing, and I'll do mine. I like that. It's called the silver rule. Okay, so let's move on to sustainable profit. See, I'm a very passionate person. Do you know what I'm passionate about? I'm passionate about earning a sustainable profit. 
I'm passionate about helping you, the hands-on restaurant owner who has all their money on the line inside their restaurant. I want to help you build a better restaurant and earn a sustainable profit. That's what gets me fired up. I think sustainable profit in your restaurant is 100 times more important than sustainable energy from wind and water. I'm serious. If you really want to do something to help humanity and the planet, the best way to do that is by earning a profit and helping your family first and then helping your community. And the more money you make, the more people you can help. And it all starts in your mirror. And you, that's right, you, the little hands-on restaurant owner who's working their ass off, has one thing that can help you get rich and also help your community. Do you know what that is? It's your restaurant. You're a business owner. You own a restaurant. You have the chance, the opportunity to make a lot of money. And then when you have lots of money, you can go out and save the planet. You can do whatever it is that gets you fired up. But first, you got to make some friggin' money. So the point of my rant is sustainable profit in your business, in your restaurant, is way more important than sustainable energy or sustainable food. Because if you can't help yourself, you can't help anyone else. I mean, think about this. When you fly in an airplane, they say, in case of an emergency, if we lose cabin pressure, the oxygen masks will drop down. But be sure to put on your mask first before helping other people. It's the same thing here. You and your restaurant need to be sustainable first. Do you get that? Of course you do because you're smart, but I'm going to say it again anyway, because I love the sound of my own voice. Your first responsibility is to your family and the people who work for you, and then the community in which you live, and then the big, big planet. And if everybody on earth does the same thing, we'll all be just fine. Okay, here's another big thing, so pay attention. I believe in having a sustainable staff. That's right. How about we work on sustaining a staff of good full-time people? Today, we're, all we talk about is the shortage of employees. We can't find anybody who wants to work in the restaurant business. We can't find qualified help. I mean, think about it. What could possibly be more important than the people who are working for you? The cooks, the waiters, the bartenders, and the managers. Here's what I believe. I believe our industry is in a crisis. We don't have enough people. And this is a big problem we need to solve. Now, way, way back in the 1980s, I was the president of the Southwest Florida Chefs Association. And one of our biggest initiatives was developing cooks and chefs. That's right. The American Culinary Federation was at that time and still is focused on finding people who want to work in the restaurant industry as cooks and chefs to fill the job needs of the future. We needed more people who want to work in the restaurant industry, and it didn't happen. We didn't create enough cooks and chefs, so our industry is lagging way behind today. We don't have enough trained cooks and chefs to fill the jobs that are available, and the two biggest reasons for this are Number one, the wages that we pay are shit. And number two, the work is hard, really hard. So the question is, 
What are you, that's right, you, going to do about it? How are you going to find and recruit good people, the right people to work in your restaurant? This is the problem that we, the restaurant industry, need to solve. But guess what? The restaurant industry isn't going to do anything for you. Nothing nada. Okay, yes, they were very, very helpful with the PPP and the Restaurant Relief Fund. And thank you very much. Sean Kennedy is a stud and I thank him and his people very sincerely. But they can't help you find your next cook and manager. They can't help you earn a sustainable profit. That you need to do for yourself. And the question that you need to ask is, why would anyone ever want to work for me at my restaurant? What do they get? Now think about this. Plumbers and electricians earn between 25 and 50 bucks an hour. Why do we think cooks should make 10 bucks an hour? And why are we whining about a $15 minimum wage? I mean, what the hell are we smoking? We need to think bigger and think smarter if we want to live. Now, in conclusion, I'm all about sustainable resources, but that's a global issue that I can't fix. Yes, I can and will certainly do my part, but it's not my fight. I have two far bigger issues, and so do you. And the first is a sustainable profit, and the second is a sustainable staff. We need profit to stay alive and we need people to run the restaurant. Let's start with that. My name is Peter Harmon. I am the food guru. My goal is to start a restaurant revolution where every restaurant owner and manager and chef who joins us has the knowledge and information they need to reimagine their restaurant and earn a 10% profit so you can build financial freedom and live the life of your dreams and have enough money to benefit your family and your community. Think of me as your strategic thinking partner. I want to help you reimagine your restaurant. I want to help you build a better restaurant. If you're ready to move forward to create a smart plan that will change your life, just come to foodguru.com to get started. Because when the student is ready, the food guru will appear. Thanks for listening. I hope to hear from you soon.